You're listening to the VO Life with Troy Holden. Hello, VO Life folks. Hey, it's so glad to have you back. Uh, you just survived the fall shorts, and the intention was to go into December shorts and to do uh, some short things like we did with the fall shorts. And that gum, episode one, didn't work out that way. So I'm not even going to rename it. I'm just going to let it be called uh, the intro to December shorts. <laughs> but I hope I don't put you to sleep. Here we go. The VO Life is proud to present another episode featuring the musings of that awful hillbilly who rambles on and on. Oh, for Pete's sake, man, get to the point. Hey, welcome back. I hope you enjoyed the fall shorts, and we're going to do some December shorts. I, I said I might do 10, but we may only do four or five. I'm not really sure. This month is going to fly by, and we all, around the 20th, 21st, uh, as we get into probably that Wednesday or so of that week with Christmas being Saturday, Sunday, I tell you, Thursday and Friday and the next Monday and probably Tuesday are going to be slow, and probably that whole next week between uh, between the end of December and 1st of January. I don't really remember last year because here I was jumping in full time in January. I'd left my, my job, uh, December 22nd and, uh, was starting into VO full time. And, uh, I, I remember, you know, January not being a great month, but, I don't really remember that week in between because I was setting things up and trying to get things ready and I was so excited about it and, you know, so I, yeah, I just don't remember, but anyway, let's get into it. I've already killed two minutes. It's really easy to do on a short one and you end up going for 20. Let's talk a little bit about the, the genres of VO and the different things you can get into and what some people want to get into and some don't and what uh, works and what doesn't work. Um, I started out really thinking character animation stuff, video games. I really had an interest in that, but really it was commercial for me. Commercial. I wanted to do the commercials. You know, I wanted to be the the guy you hear on the radio or, or TV. But when I first started into this, I didn't realize the conversational read was the king of commercials. I thought it was, you know, come on in right now and get one for $9.99. And yeah, there's still some of that, but not that much. You got to be able to do a lot of different things in VO. So that's why we're going to talk a little about genres. Let me go ahead and say this, and many of you know this. I have not done, and unless somebody makes me for some reason, and I, I don't know that anybody could, I've never done an audio book. I have done some video sales letters that are seven, 8,000 words, but I just don't want to do audio books. I don't have the patience for the editing. I'm not going to hire it out because I'm so picky uh, about what I do. Uh, I just don't know that I'd want someone else to do it. So I'm not, uh, you know, they say there's no competition. Everybody's friends and voiceover. It's a great community. I'm not competition for audiobooks, whether you've got a Southern accent or not. I'm not coming after your Southern mama uh, uh, books or your Southern romance books or your Southern how-tos. I'm not coming. Don't worry about me. I'll be over here doing this, these little short things to where I can do them and, and go do something else. That's just what I'd rather do. But are there things you should start out in and things you should get into 
uh, to help you get off the ground? Yeah, I think so. I think uh, there's about three areas you should really concentrate on, and that is commercial, of course, which is a lot of what you do. Outside of that, even uh, things that are non-commercial, when you first start out, you'll book it off of your commercial uh, demo. Um, And then you need to be looking at corporate narration and e-learning. They are kind of sort of two different things, but you can do a quote-unquote e-learning slash narration demo and you're okay. Uh, You should be good. And if you have that and you have your... um, uh, your commercial demo, uh, you know, if, if you got those three areas covered, you're off to a pretty good start. That's a pretty good place to go. Well, how do I know what my niche is going to be in my genre? You'll know. This business will tell you. It will be based on the type of work you get. So what you would want to do in six months or a year after you've uh, got a, a you know a couple of hundred orders is sit down and go through those orders and classify them. Are they truly commercials? Were they, you know, a commercial order? Did I do a spot or a sales ad for somebody? Anytime you're doing an ad to sell something, that that counts. You're booking that due to commercial type work. So let that count. Typically, we look at commercial as, you know, like today I read, uh, I did auditions for Cheerios. I did Peloton bikes. I did Charles Schwab uh, investments. Um I can't remember as a couple others, but that's what we think of as commercial. And when you get into agent work and and that type stuff, that is your commercial work. But you'll be surprised how many people will book you for a narration or something based on that. And you'll also do some off the wall stuff like today. All right, here's my here's a typical day for me. And I, I mentioned those auditions. Those were commercial auditions. I don't normally have to audition for narration type stuff. Uh, people just buy from me. But uh, today I did um, I did a telephony is what you're supposed to say IVR whatever you want to call it uh, answering system for a company it was a property management company and they wanted Santa Claus so I redid their thing for the Christmas season and ho, 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 thank you for calling whoever it was properties and if you'd like to speak to someone about us helping you rent your property press one you know and ho 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 yes uh, Santa's favorite thing is cookies and milk and that was actually in there um so I did that I read a um I read five spots for a church for their podcast opening and there's and and I I don't think they had sermon openings in there this week but sometimes I read the openings for their Sunday sermon um I had that I read for a um a construction company um the best construction trucks for 2023 uh they they put out a lot of content for contractors and construction people, and I do a lot of narration for them. I did two uh, YouTube narrations for a client I've had for well over a year. Um, It's mostly SpaceX and Tesla related, and they're pretty good scripts, and it's a pretty good channel, and I've stuck with it because it's very regular work. Uh, anywhere from two to four of those a day. And they also have a boxing channel that I do. And that one's a little silly and I get a little silly with it, but it, it's it's pretty decent income. 
Uh, and I had another YouTube. It was related to the exoplanets. That one pays really good. It's 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 all it's as good as e-learning. Uh, so very happy when I get those. I only get a couple a month usually, but they're really good spots. And I was thinking I had one other thing that was a paid job. I can't remember off the top of my head. So what else did you do today? Well, I had a marketing consulting call with somebody uh, to look at their program and how they, you know, what they have, what they're selling. And uh, I spent about 45 minutes on that. I had to go out to the barn because a faucet, uh, one of the uh, faucets in the ground where you lift the handle up on top, frost-free faucet thing, the plunger, I guess the screw backed out and, and she couldn't get the water cut off. So I had to run out there and adjust that and fix that. Came back in, uh, was on with a couple of friends, uh, VO pals that we meet once a week, kind of some accountability and some, you know, blowing off steam, did that and, uh, and then kind of finished up and, and, a client sent me two videos that uh, I had voiced those about two or three weeks ago and uh, got the job on backstage. It was a really good job. I was surprised. And they sent me the videos, the finished product for it. And they were, they were pretty darn good. I liked it. And another guy sent me some finished stuff I did for him a couple of days ago. And it was kind of a parody called Elon's Musk. And it was like a, a, a clone commercial parody. And he sent me those spots that I read for him. And I did it kind of in a movie trailer-ish type thing. And, uh, you know, that that's a typical day. Uh, I didn't get any marketing done today. Um, I, I had a, a podcast scheduled for the local podcast. That didn't happen. But anyway, all that, you know, here I'm way off bounds on talking about genres. But... Um, Concentrate out of the shoot, concentrate on your commercial uh, work and get a lot of variety in that. Get, you know, five, six really good samples um, and put those out there and you'll get activity off of that. You, you know, it'll get you started. Uh, one of the things today that I talked about in the, uh, the, the marketing consult that I had was, um, you know, it's, the investment you've got to make in this and you, you won't realize it until you sit down a year or two later and go, I wonder how much I've spent on VO. And when I started thinking about the equipment, the coaching, the workshops, the classes, you know, and, and just where I'd taken gig doctors from, uh, you know, a couple times where I'd met with the Trevor a couple times where I had taken some of his online courses, some where I'd bought some things from Anthony Pika, where I had uh, been in Bill DeWeese um, uh, blueprint for a while. And then when I got into regular coaching uh, with uh, the gurus and JJ and Linda and Alyssa and and as I put more money into that at workshops and the individual coaching, and then I went to, I had Mary Lynn Wisner, um, uh, I invested in going to VO Atlanta. Um, I started investing in another coach, Mark Ryder, and uh, Tom Antonellis, um, and then now looking at investing in marketing. And I thought, you know what? Everything I made the first year and a half, I spent it, every bit of it. And, and I'll be honest with you, I was very part-time and I didn't start until July, but from that July up until the next December, which is when I went full-time, it was just, you know, right, just a year and a half in, which is crazy. Um, 
in that time, I, I made and spent about $20,000. Um, and yeah, and sadly, I still, I still am not a TRS still. And that just tells you that platform doesn't like me and I've got to where I don't like it much either, but that's okay. Everything's working everywhere else and it doesn't matter. Um, so now I'm looking at investing in marketing, which is going to be a pretty big chunk. Um, you know, and, and I'll talk about what I did eventually, but I want to not let the cat out of the bag till I'm done and I see what happens. And then I'll say, this is what I did, but until then, I don't want to talk about it. And uh, so that's just the way it's going to be. All right. So, and, and remember last time the first short was not like, a, it was a long, so this one's done that too. And I apologize. And I, I, again, I've gotten off the track seven times, but I guess because I put out all those shorts, I had a bunch of stuff to talk about and didn't realize it. So back to, back to the basics one more time, genres. And, and then I got off on what I spent just to get genres. Um, work on your commercial stuff first. Get commercial reads. Get a good mix of commercial reads. Get the, you know, medium-paced conversational read. Get the little snarky kind of read in there. Get that empathetic insurance company, hospital, you know, cancer, something read in there, um, you know, and then maybe something that's got not a character or overly animated, but something maybe where you throw your voice in a different way. Um, I currently have on my demo me doing kind of a Joe Pesci type thing, and I may not leave that on there. I don't know. But the last agency I signed with, that was the demo I used. And I, the more I thought about it, I thought it showed them all these different varieties of things I could do, not just my Southern accent, not just that really good, deeper gravelly read, not just, you know, the good Southern conversational read, but they got to hear me, you know, say, hey, I'm a dog, you know, what do you think? I'm a dog. I'm taking a bath here. And did that help? I don't know. It could have. But they were very interested, and, and, you know, this was an agency I didn't expect to get in, and they are really sending me a lot of auditions. And uh, I hope, I hope, I hope, uh, I did, you know, book something a couple weeks ago through an agent. On average, I'm booking about, I would say, one every couple of months. And that's not a lot. But you know what? I hear other people saying that agency work is one to two percent of of their business you know and they're saying a lot of people are saying it's five or ten and and you know because they're booking more but a lot of people say it's one to two percent and i'm that's about where i'm at if i if i look at it money wise now you book one agency job every two months it pays what a lot of those other jobs paid all together for a whole month because they normally have a pretty nice payday um but it is what it is. And so you try to look at that when you get those to me, those are bonuses is, is the way I look at it. Hey, guess what? I'm, I guess what I'm going to buy. I'm going to put half of that money back and I'm, then I'm going to take another piece of it, you know, to add to my, uh, you know, throw some more money in, in a, a savings, a 401k or investment, but I'm going to take just a little piece of that, maybe 20% of it. And I'm going to buy something for my business. 
And um, typically that's what I'll do. Now, what I'm doing with this last one is that's going back into my VO Atlanta fund. That comes up late March and my ticket's paid for, but I haven't paid for my hotel yet. So I'd like to have that money and what I got to have to spend saved up ahead of time. And that will be one of the things for that. And if I book another good agency gig, I can do that again. That's kind of how it works. What does that have to do with genres? Not a daggum thing. Huh. Boy, I tell you. You talk about rambling. I don't know if it's a Southern thing or a me thing, but it happens. All right, back to genres. A, commercial. Do that first. Get your variety. B, get your corporate stuff, your narration type stuff in there, whether it's, you know, corporate narration or whether it's like a documentary narration or whatever. Get some real, get some reels put together for that. And then do something e-learning wise because it's business related. Get that one done. And if you are really good at character voices and, you know, like doing a soldier in a, in a war game or doing a you know, silly characters or doing, or if you're, if you're really, if you're really verified with accents, don't do accents if they're not really, really good because they will find you out in a hurry, in a hurry. You know, it's, it's one thing to say, I can talk like I'm from that country, but you can't do that for 10 or 15 minutes. You know, we can all do a line or two. A lot of us can, you know, and whether it's Scottish or whether it's, hey, well, it might be British. Well, that probably all sucked, but don't do that. Make up your own characters. Uh, I have several that I use and I use them all the time. You know, like the dog I used. It's not really a Joe Pesci, but I call him that because, you know, he talks like this. He's, he's from up north. He, he throws his words out there. That's probably not a good accent either, but it's a character thing. And if you're doing some funny stuff and some one and two liners for people, you can put up a thing together for that. And and there's work in that. I book work in that at times too. So get those things together, get it going and don't worry about, well, what will it be for me? Because as I said earlier, after you've done a few hundred jobs, go through those jobs and break all of them down by commercial, by narration and e-learning and by maybe character, maybe by whatever political even. You might book some stuff political um, and then see, you know, where is this going for me? And then you can start to brand yourself for what you're actually good at. Sometimes it takes a little time to find out what you're good at, but the industry will tell you, your clients will tell you, you'll be booked for what you're good at. And that's what genres are all about. And this wasn't very short, so I'm going to be quiet now. Hey, thanks for for dropping in. I appreciate you guys putting up with me. Um, we are somewhere around episode 90-something, 90, 90, 91. I'm not sure. I'm going to try to make number 100 something special. Um, this has been a great journey. I've had a great year. I know it's just early December today. I'm recording this December 2nd. But I've had a blast. It has been stressful. It's been hard. I have gained weight. Uh, I'm ashamed to say I'm going to try to lose it before I go to VO Atlanta. Um, I feel more out of shape than I did a year ago because I have really put my nose to the grindstone and worked my butt off to try to build this business. And uh, some of the questions that I have gotten lately is, did you hit your targets for the year? I was really close financially, really close. Um, those of you that have heard this survey stuff, it says it's 75% of VOs uh, made under 
$40,000. Full-time VO people made under $40,000 in voiceover work. And there was a very high number, or maybe it was the average overall full-time, part-time was 8000 a year. And I, heck, I knew I couldn't survive on that. And uh, did I make anywhere near what I made at my full-time job this year? No, unless, unless something crazy happens in December, and it's not going to be that crazy. But I, I had a decent year. I mean, uh, in comparison to what I targeted, I was a little short, but not by a lot. I mean, I was I tried to be very realistic going into the first year. Now, next year, I'm really putting pressure on myself. I mean, I'm looking for big things. I've got a mission statement up here on the wall. I've got it also in my refrigerator, and it's also in my bathroom. And I see it everywhere I go because this is where I'm at all the time, right? And um, the, the thing is, I've got to do it. I've got to dedicate myself to it. And it's not tang- as tangible as saying next year I'm going to make X number of dollars, but it's things like this. And let me read this to you. Why not? Let me take it off the wall. It does state by December 31st, I will earn X from voiceover work and all other related opportunities. So if I'm doing things voiceover related, this is not if I go out and sell something. You know what I'm saying? In return for this money, I will audition relentlessly because if I'm not auditioning, I'm not booking jobs, right? I will market aggressively. For me to meet that goal, what's got to happen? I got to hire some help. I got to buy a course or I have to dedicate myself to something. I will continue my training as a voice actor. I will keep getting coached. I have to. I'm still green as a gourd. I will grow my team to seven agents. I got five. I think I can get two more. I will put my mental and physical health first and lose 30 pounds and take two vacations. Those are the ones with the numbers because those count the most, right? I believe that my actions, associations, talents, and passions are aligned with an unwavering faith that this reality is being created for and by me right now. That's pretty simple. But the thing is, I'm, I'm going to hold myself accountable to this. I'm going to have a, uh, we're going to have a weekly, I have a weekly meeting with myself every Friday morning. I look at where I'm at for the week. How did I do? How am I tracking? I put all my entries in as uh, everything that's, people are, anything's been paid. Uh, I'm looking at how busy I am. Once a month, I'm looking at the income for the month. How does that line up? What do I have coming next month? Do I have any big things going on that's go- it's going to be good? And, and as I said, I'll be scheduling, you know, coaching, getting coached. I'll be scheduling time off. And these may just be long weekends. I might take Thursday and Friday or Friday and Monday. But you have to get away. You have to. Uh, I got away back in October and absolutely loved it. Loved it. I did not take equipment. I took my phone. I answered emails and stuff at night. But I did not record a thing for four days. Um, it, it was a little nerve wracking at first because, it, you know, as soon as you get gone, somebody wants something. And I said, hey, I, want, you know, I, I sent you an email. I won't be back. Um, so that's going on. But I do believe as, you know, going into 2023, 
Um, you know, the, the, the work is out there. There's enough work out there for everybody. You got to go get it. We all need to stand our ground and, and be paid for what we do fairly and competitively. And, um, we need to be highly, highly professional about what we do. Highly professional. There's no, uh, cutting corners, nothing. And, uh, as I said in a Facebook post or a LinkedIn post this week as well, uh, Go overboard on your customer service. Every job to them means the world. It Every job to you doesn't, but it should. You got to treat it like it does. And they'll come back and build that foundation around that. And, and everything will be okay. Treat it like a business from day one. And set your mission statement, set your targets, set your goals. You know, this was a change for me to do it this way. I credit my coach all the way uh, for for inspiring me to do it this way because I'm a spreadsheet guy and I want to track everything every month and every week and am I plus and my minus and really you know what he told me to do is look at a bigger picture you know and and as a, a former manager I used to do that but I had to coach everybody else to break it down into these steps and these buckets because this department had this part of the bucket and this department had this part and it all poured into that. And here it's just me. So I I really like the fact that he got me thinking this way and focusing on doing it this way. And, you know, you can do it however you want to do it, but you got to have, you got to have something you're going after and you got to hold yourself accountable. And if you're not good at holding yourself accountable, find a VO buddy and let them hold you accountable and share with them and just tell them, Hey, this is just between you and me. I don't want anybody else to know what I'm making or how much I'm doing. It's your business, you know, and, and it doesn't have to be broadcast publicly. Um, I still share percentages usually during the month. I have not shared November and I may not, if somebody asked me for it, I might, you know, I might do that, but it's, I don't know. I think it's time to get more private with some of these things and it's time to be more public with the other things that matter. And, uh, I'm going to figure that out this year. That's going to be my challenge is how to become the consummate VO pro, not to be just, uh, you know, starting out new, not knowing anything now that I've learned some things and, and can do some things to set examples. I need to set those examples. That's what we are to do. It's what we're called to do. And if you, you know, if you got beliefs different than what I have, that's okay. It's what I'm called to do is to be, you know, to lead and to be a person who will set good examples so others can follow good examples. And that makes us all better people. All right. I'm sorry. It wasn't short. I'm just going to call this the short long or the long and short of it or the shortest long, longest yard. I don't know, whatever. Hey, everybody have a, uh, a good week. Uh, I'll try to have one of these up at least once a week up till Christmas. And we'll go from there and see what happens. And, you know, uh, be active in the group, help each other, be good to each other. We'll try to have some meetups and things um, before the end of the year. And um, gosh, there's a lot going on, right? You ever just feel like you're riding um, some kind of magical ride and it's just going to get better and you're, you've got the anticipation, but you're so, you're just worn out from the you know, like the roller coaster going up that hill before it goes over and drops down. And then you have all that fun going around, you know, and then you get back to the station and it stops and you're like, whew, all right. And then it takes off again. 
Cause you ever be there right before they're going to close and, and they let you just keep riding. I always used to love that at Opryland. And, uh, yeah, you ride the Wabash cannonball like eight times in a row, but every time it went up that hill, that anticipation, and I kind of feel like that's where it's at at the end of the year. Here, we're going back up that hill again, get that, get that anticipation of what's coming next year. And then we're going to zoom down that hill and ride the curves and the rides and everything and hang on tight and hope that we get right back to the station again and everything's great. All right. I don't know if it was Thanksgiving that made me this way today. I don't know. So sorry. No, I'm not sorry. I really enjoyed talking. Everybody have a great one. We'll see you next time on The VO Life. You've been listening to The VO Life with Troy Holden. Check back for more episodes each week and catch up on what you've missed also. This is for you those just living that VO life. Thanks for listening and join us again. The VO life intro is by Louise Porter. The outro by Liz Moya. You can pick us up on Spotify, Amazon Music, Apple, and many other podcast carriers. Need to send me an email? Do it today. Troy at TroyHoldenVoices.com. Thanks for listening.